So we will start Canto 5, Chapter 7. This is the activities of King Bharata. Sukhdev Goswami continued speaking to Maharaj Parikshit. My dear King, Bharat Maharaj was topmost devotee. Following the orders of his father, who had already decided to install him in the throne, he began to rule the earth accordingly. When Bharat Maharaj ruled the entire globe, he followed the orders of the father and married Panchajani, the daughter of Vishwaru. Just as the false ego creates the subtle sense objects, Maharaj Bharat created five sons in the wombs of Panchajani. His wife, these sons were named Sumati, Rashtrabharata, Sudarshana, Avarana and Dhumraketu. Formerly, this planet was known as Ajnabavarsha and since Maharaj Bharata reigned, it is known as Bharatvarsha. We are talking about India alone. Earlier it was named after the previous king. Now it is ruled out. Now it is named after Bharat. Maharaj Bharat was a very learned and an experienced king on this earth. He perfectly ruled the citizens, being himself engaged in his own respective duties. Maharaj Bharat was an affectionate to the citizen as his father and grandfather has been. Keeping them engaged in the occupational duties, he ruled the world. With great faith, King Bharat performed various kinds of sacrifices. He performed the sacrifices known as Agnihotra, Darsha, Purnamas, Chaturmas, Pashuvagna, Somayagna. Sometimes these sacrifices were performed completely and sometimes partially. In any case, in all the sacrifices, the regulations of the Chaturhotra were strictly followed. In this way, Bharat Maharaj worshipped the Supreme Personality of Godhead. These, all these uh, sacrifices are done for various reasons, like the, the various yagyas that are performed, even the Chaturmas and all that is mentioned. It is done so that their prosperity is there, they get money, their kingdom grows, so on and so forth. And everybody is happy and contented. After performing the preliminaries of various sacrifices, Maharaj Bharat offered the results in the name of religion to Supreme Personality of Godhead Vasudev. In other words, he performed all the yagyas for the satisfaction of Lord Vasudev Krishna. Maharaj Bharat thought that since the demigods were different parts of Vasudev's body, he controls those who are explained in the Vedic mantras. By thinking in this way, Maharaj Bharat was freed from all material contamination, such as attachment, lust and greed. When the priests were about to offer the sacrificial ingredients into the fire, Maharaj Bharat expertly understood how the offering made to different demigods was simply an offering to the different limbs of the Lord. For instance, Indra is the arm of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Surya is his eye. Thus Maharaj Bharat considered that the oblations offered to different demigods were actually offered to the different limbs of Lord Vasudev. This is exactly how we also have to consider that the entire body which is actually our own body which is equally divine Every part of our body is divided into different different zones which are nothing but the different divinities or the deities as we call them. They all perform different different kinds of functions. 
so like in case over here the arms which were there which were said to be indra and the eyes were supposed to be surya so like that uh, vasudev's different parts of the body represented a certain different kind of a part of his body hmm? in this way being purified by ritualistic sacrifice the heart of maharaj bharat was completely uncontaminated his devotional service unto vasudev lord krishna increased day after day lord krishna the son of vasudev is the original personality of godhead manifest as the super soul or the paramatma as well as the impersonal brahma yogis meditate upon the localized paramatma situated in the heart jnanis worship the impersonal brahma as the supreme absolute truth and devotees worship vasudev the supreme personality of godhead whose transcendental body is described in the shastras his body is decorated with the sri vastu the kaustub jewel and the flower garland and his hands holds a conch shell disc club and lotus flower devotees like narada always think of him within their heart so what is this that is being mentioned over here every individual who is a jnani who is a devotee of the lord they all perform these kind of sacrifices to different different parts of the body first and foremost we have to know that the paramatma or the divine consciousness is split up into multiple entities it is let let me give you an idea about it first and foremost we can call it paramatma paramatma means the bigger soul the super soul super soul that is the biggest one that is there actually there are no such things as jivatma but for understanding purpose they have been split down into what is called as a jivatma now in this case what happens is on one side we have the supreme divine consciousness which has created two entities these two entities is called the impersonal brahma on one side brahma that is the unmanifest portion of his being that is not understood not seen not expressed so on and so forth and then there is another portion which is expressible in the form of the manifest domain the manifest domain consists of the prakriti basically the nature the nature is what we see that is the entire universe that you see is the nature all this nature contains the purusha that is prakriti contains the purusha as well the purusha can never be understood now let us say all this is brahma by itself so you will find that brahma is a created concept even though it is said that brahma cannot be split up cannot be changed cannot be altered cannot be considered broken yet that means what brahma is undivided consciousness so you will find that the supreme divided supreme consciousness has created an undivided entity which we call as a brahma if it is getting a little bit heavy let me put it this way that there is krishna whom we can say who is also a being huh? in say let us say in goloka what he did was he created now that is the second divine unmanifest now in the second divine unmanifest from there there is a first divine unmanifest so second to first two then one and then we are coming in 
So like that the first divine unmanifest consists of Brahma which is the unmanifest divinity and then we have the manifest one. From the manifest comes the entire universe. The manifest one that is the Prakriti by itself she will create the entire universe in its what is the physical form. Physical means what you can understand with your senses. The different senses are you can see with your eyes, with your ears, you can hear, smell with your nose like that. So you can actually understand them. So this is how the divine unmanifest and the manifest world are split up. So now what happens is different people offer different prayers to different different kinds of things. So what happens the devotees understand that the divine consciousness is in the form of Param Atma. Param Atma, the, the super soul is in our heart. He has taken hold in our heart. That is a place where you can find it. That is what they believe in. The Jnanis say they will worship the impersonal Brahma. That is the divine unmanifest. They want to pray to that as the supreme absolute truth. The devotees worship Vasudev. Devotees means absolutely the kind of devotees who believe that there is Krishna who is a manifest form as well. He actually comes to earth. So this Vasudev the Vasudev over there is his name and over here on the earth what is he? He is Krishna. Right? So Krishna has come from his father and mother. So he is born on this planet earth. So they pray to him as well. Now he comes with his various signs. What are the signs? Srivatsa is one of his signs. That is the, the tuft of white hair that is there on his chest. Okay. Then he comes with his conch, chakra and all those kind of things. Alright. So, destiny fixed the time of Maharaj Bharat's enjoyment of material opulence as 1000 times 10,000 years. When the period was finished, he retired from family life and divided the wealth he had received from his forefathers among his sons. He left his paternal home, the reservoir of all opulence and started for Pulash that is Pulasha Ashrama, Pulasha is the name of a sage, which is situated in Hardwar. The Shaligram Silas are obtained there. Now, what is the first thing that is mentioned over here? Destiny fixed the time for Maharaj Bharat. Whether you are born as God, whether you are born as a human being or a normal human being or a deity, if you have taken a birth on this planet Earth, the body is always under the control of Maya. Destiny is always going to be there at the back of it. Whether you like it or not, destiny is always going to rule you. So even if you have come from the divine consciousness as a God himself, destiny is always written for that body. So for a few years, the individual may have to go through what is called as the path of destiny so he will be going ahead like a student then after that he may get married and after that he may have children so on and so forth so that is destiny written written is it is written in that particular manner so destiny fixed the time of maharaj bharata so for enjoyment of the material opulence basically the grahastha ashram he was enjoying his material opulence he was a king remember that 
so he was enjoying that and after that what happened he had to take up to the vanaprastashram and he took up this particular path by leaving everything to his children and walking away to haridwar at pulaha ashrama the supreme personality of godhead hari out of his transcendental affection for his devotee becomes visible to his devotee satisfying his devotee's desire now in haridwar haridwar is a place where you will find that shri krishna has actually taken a form even in today's day and age if your devotion is very very good you will find that he can appear to you over there also not that he cannot he has appeared many a times so even today he can appear if you need to see him so there is a harkipauri there is a place where you can take bath uh there is a place where he had put his foot over there and he has been requested to stay over there so in pula ashrama in the gandaki river which is the best of all the rivers gandaki actually flows in nepal not in india it is a river which flows in nepal enters india into a different route now it could have been that during this time the gandaki river might have been flowing through haridwar we don't know so gandaki river which has got those shaligram shaligram is that stone which i told you last time you know i was telling you that there is a black stone which has got the markings of uh, of krishna himself what is basically it is got uh, it's a it's a fossil it's a fossil of a sea creature those who are, those who come to my house i you know there is one particular one which you can see for yourself these are all the conches and shells and all they have been uh, they have formed a fossilized one and it is very black dark in color that is called shaligram shila now the shaligram shila the mar- marble pebbles purify all these places on each and every marble pebble up and down circle like navels are visible so these are those formations which you can see all right in the gardens of pula ashrama maharaj bharat lived alone and collected a variety of flowers twigs and tulsi leaves he also collected the water of the gandaki river as well as the various roots fruits and bulbs with these he offered food to the supreme personality of god and vasudev and worshiping him he remained there satisfied in this way his heart was completely uncontaminated and he did not have the least desires for material enjoyment all material desires vanished in this steady position he felt full satisfaction and was situated in devotional service so what happened he continued in his devotional service in that one particular place which is the pula ashrama the most exalted devotee maharaj bharat in this way engaged constantly in the devotional service of the lord naturally his love for vasudev krishna increased more and more and melted his heart consequently he gradually lost all attachments for regulative regulative duties the hair on his body stood on end and all the ecstatic body symptoms were manifest tears flowed from his eyes so much so that he could not see anything thus he constantly meditated on the reddish lotus feet of the lord at that time his heart which was like a lake was filled with the water of ecstatic love when his mind was immersed in that lake he even forgot the regulative service to the lord now what happens is when you are the devotee of the divine and when you get lost in the divine fervor 
यू आर क्राइंग यू आर सिंगिंग यू आर डांसिंग यू आर लाफिंग यू आर डूइंग सो मेनी थिंग्स योर आईज आर स्ट्रीमिंग वाटर कंटिन्यूसली देर इज नो वे ऑफ नोइंग वॉट एग्जैक्टली यू आर अप टू दिस स्पिरिचुअल फॉर्वर इज समथिंग ऑफ दैट शॉर्ट वेर यू डोंट नो द वर्ड्स डू नॉट कम फ्रॉम योर माउथ ऑल्सो समटाइम्स द वर्ड्स कंप्लीटली गेट फ्रोजन and you may actually be literally lost in the divine now what happened to him was he was undergoing this spiritual fervor and because of which he when you are in that spiritual fervor you don't even remember what you are supposed to do ramakrishna paramahansa instead of putting the red flower at the feet of the divine ma he used to put it on his head and put it on his feet so this is the way you completely lose your senses you really don't know what you are up to and that is a very very beautiful and ecstatic state to be in maharaj bharat appeared very beautiful he had a wealth of curly hair in on his head which was wet from bathing three times daily he dressed in the deer skin he worshiped lord narayana whose body was composed of golden effulgence and who resided within the sun maharaj bharat worship lord narayana by chanting the hymns hymns of the rigveda and he recited the following verse as the sun rose the supreme personality of godhead is situated in the pure goodness he illuminates the entire universe and bestows all benediction upon his devotee the lord has created this universe from his own spiritual potency according to his desire the lord entered this universe as the super soul and by virtue of his different potencies he is maintaining all living entities desiring material enjoyment let me offer my respectful obeisance unto the lord who is the giver of intelligence this is actually a prayer but think about the words they are telling you the truth how does it appear god that is krishna is situated in the pure goodness all right he illuminates the entire universe illumination actually today in the morning only we were discussing about it illumination does not mean lighting up what you see the light is on my face so my face is getting lit up right now let us say darkness comes over here so my face will not be seen but maybe you can hear the voice maybe you can hear the voice the illumination has nothing to do with physical light being thrown illumination means knowledge which is coming out of it that which describes an object that which ascertains certain things now illumination could be when you are now let us say for example you are watching outside the window now when you are seeing outside the window you see that the whole earth has become red in color so you know this is the evening twilight hour when the whole earth has become reddish tone is come up sometimes the earth becomes dark sometimes there is a wind blowing so when you see all the the leaves are shaking immediately doesn't it strike you that the wind is blowing in a particular direction these are called knowledges these are different different knowledge it illumines our intellect isn't it illuminating the intellect means i know i understand got it i understand i know so how do you know you see if you are going in darkness and you stumble across certain substance or certain thing in the way 
so doesn't it tell you that there is something in the path on which you have stumbled that is also illumination it is knowledge it is telling you about something now now let us say in the darkness of the night we are looking towards the sky now you will say that the sky is completely pitch black and there are certain stars which are twinkling in the sky think about it the stars are twinkling so you say that the star is there on the sky if you look at it in two dimension doesn't it look that the certain object has taken up that space whereas do you really think that that star or that planet or that sun or the moon or whatever it is is actually occupying that space no it is only occupying a space in the middle somewhere the rest of it is empty there is nothing over there so you will find that the sky is actually empty this knowledge i am sitting here on the earth and i can predict about the planets over there by common sense isn't it so the common sense which god has given is also called illumination did you understand now if you look at the plant the tree the leaves have become yellowish red in color so immediately what is the thing meaning autumn is here isn't it you will find that the leaves turn brown isn't it yellowish brown so immediately your mind will say oh now autumn is here so the color differentiation the way of deciphering deciphering the entire universe if you look at a person the person looks good or bad the person is looking sweet is looking beautiful is looking ugly okay all these things are nothing but knowledge understanding that which i understand and this whole thing which i explained to you is called illumination or lighting up the lighting up got it so now think about this he illumines the entire universe and bestows benediction upon his devotees illumines the entire universe means what the birds are supposed to fly are they not supposed to fly yes they have got wings so they will fly the sun is supposed to rise and set it is supposed to heat up yes it is supposed to do that so everything in the universe has been given specific jobs specific colors specific activities specific stuff which is as per the framework what is the framework called the framework are called the vedas isn't it so the vedas have defined exactly how things are to be the lord has created this universe out of his own spiritual potency that means he's got the potency from which he has created this so that is the reason why it is called he is the creator according to his desire the lord ex- entered the universe as the super soul so that means he was not entering in the earlier thing <laughs> you will say no what has happened is the whole universe think about it he is everything isn't it he if he is everything where has he created the universe on his own body isn't it think about it if he is in the entire universe don't you think so is there any other special place outside that he can create no no so he is anyway going to create on his own body okay think about this universe as body art you know you go for all those things and you paint your faces ha huh? 
you go for the, all those melas and all that and yet then you will draw that spider-man film all that superman all those kind of things people draw isn't it so think about it as if he has drawn the universe on some part of his body that is what he does so in in that he is at entered as a super soul now he needs somebody to manage the whole thing isn't it now even if he has created something on his body doesn't he want his own something of his own to rule that place so that is the reason why he is also called the super soul and by virtue of his different potencies different potencies means what again birds fly so that is a potency isn't it ah snakes crawl that is a potency isn't it they have got poison in their in their mouth somewhere that is a potency people talk ill of some people that is a potency people talk good of somebody that is a potency a person looks good that is a potency person is fair is dark that is also a potency so everything is nothing but a potency that means what all these are powers powers which can make now you may say okay somebody is dark and somebody is fair what do you mean by potency over there look at it this way somebody who is dark is ugly looking you know the moment you look at that person you say oh my god look at that today there is a video which has gone viral which is nearly 3 million hits are there what one woman did was she went for sunbathing okay now 13 years ago she had given birth to her, her child okay 13 years ago so when she removed her clothes and she went on the beach there was a lot of you know flesh which was not looking nice on on her body and everybody came and stared at it and said oh my god this is so terrible and this video has gone viral i believe or it has been written about <clears throat> so what she has done is she has taken the own photograph also and posted one blog somewhere now that is a body that has been given by the lord now it has become something like that so you will understand the potency it has created some sort of an effect isn't it potency means what certain objects having certain powers now this particular body is having the power to have aversion to it on one side on one side and there are lots of women in the world who have written we bear children so naturally our bodies are going to become like that you don't don't tell us how we are supposed to live and not live so see there are so many pluses and minuses that have happened in this world so think about it a body part can create so isn't it having a potency it's the same thing fair skin dark skin if you have teeth that is a potency if you don't have teeth that is also a potency think about it when you don't have teeth you can wear those you know <laughs> false teeth inside now if you have teeth and try to wear them what with what they will look like they look very funny double teeth <laughs> so that is also a potency every object in the universe whether you like it or not has got a certain power and these powers are extremities likes dislikes good bad these all these are nothing but the potencies of the divine he has embedded those potencies in every living creature so understood so you have to understand this and that is the reason why it is important to go through this whole thing 
so we have finished the chapter 7 now we will go to chapter 8 this is the description of the character of bharat maharaj now we have finished now remember he was a king after ruling for many years now he has gone to haridwar he has gone to this particular ashrama so canto 5 chapter 8 the character of bharat maharaj sri sukhdev goswami continued my dear king one day after finishing his morning duties evacuating urinating and bathing maharaj bharat sat down on the bank of river gandaki for a few minutes and began chanting the mantra beginning with omkara so the mantras have been given by some guru so that guru will definitely tell exactly how the mantra is to be said so you have to do that o king while king bharata was sitting on the bank of that river a doe being very thirsty came there to drink so doe the female deer doe or deer a female deer you know that no that song so <laughs> doe came over there brito don't say that you doe doe do re mi sa okay that song is there doe a deer a female deer re like that okay you don't know then go and see on youtube <laughs> okay so while the doe was drinking with great satisfaction a lion which was very close roared very loudly this was frightful to every living entity as it was heard by the doe so this is a story about attachments so let us see how the thing happens by nature the doe was always afraid of being killed by others and it was always looking for sus- about suspiciously when it heard the lion's tumultuous roar it became very agitated looking here and there was disturbed with the eyes the doe although it had not fully satisfied itself by drinking water suddenly leaped across the river the doe was pregnant and when it jumped out of fear the baby deer fell off from its womb into the flowing water of the river now all this is being observed by bharata remember king bharata was taken that in the pula ashrama he is sitting over there and he is watching all this happening being separated from his flock and distressed by his miscarriage the black doe having crossed the river was very much distressed indeed it fell down in the cave and died immediately the king bharata while sitting on the bank of the river saw the small deer bereft of its mother floating down the river seeing this he felt great compassion like a sincere friend he lifted the infant doe deer from the waves and knowing it to be motherless brought it to the ashrama now think about it don't we do these kind of things in our life also we find a small dog somewhere so what we do we pick up the dog and we take it home and then what happens and then you have to take care of it see yes it's like uh, you know what happened was i'll tell you something very strange which happened last just last month itself uh one of uh, one of our devotees hari uh, priya she was going out and suddenly she found this small boy very small fellow now he was having a very tiny such a cramped you know pinjara uh, what do you call that cage in that there were two uh, birds that is parrots were there now these parrots were sitting inside and they were huddled up like this now she felt pity on it on him so what she said why are you do what are you doing with this so he said i'm i'm just going to put this um, bird somewhere so she said no no you give them to me so she brought those two parrots home now when she brought those two parrots home 
she had to keep now what she did was she opened the cage then she went to the market and bought a bigger cage all right then she had to keep her whole house closed think about it the parrots were going all over the place suddenly one day when she was cooking she forgot to close the door of her kitchen and the parrot came and one parrot flew away from the kitchen window <laughs> so she started crying poor fellow he is gone somewhere poor fellow is gone somewhere and the other fellow was sitting there and when i landed at her place i saw that that parrot is lying over there and that fellow has become literally half his size and he was looking cockeyed think about it he had become half his size and he was looking cockeyed he didn't even know where he was looking then he was flying from this sill to that sill and the whole house was closed and the place was thinking like nobody's business i'm sure you know those who keep the birds really understand how much they stink there was poop all over the place the whole the one day what happened was she locked she had locked everything and she went away so when she went away then she came back and she is looking at the parrot where is the parrot where is the parrot the parrot had disappeared so she thought the parrot had gone and she sat crying in the house now what to do with the parrot the parrot is gone away finally what happened she went about searching for him in the kitchen in this place in that place in all the nooks and crannies finally what happened was she found him he had snuggled inside a bookcase and he had gone and shut himself over there very quietly okay finally she got him out and gave him some food now she didn't even know what food to give him now the vet also now she doesn't want to take him to the vet so there was a very big issue so when i went to her house i came to know about all these things i asked her what is the point in keeping the parrot at home you are not there the whole day from morning to night you are not there you are making him fly all over the room and what is he doing he is going from this place he is going to uh, is he is uh, sitting on another seal and then another seal what happened was there were two fans in the room she kept them on and this fellow is diving in the fan <laughs> imagine that scene he is he is literally diving in the fan i told her please shut off the fan because chennai is very hot you know na so you better put off the fan so i said you know what i am going to let him go so she sat down crying for half an hour she was inconsolable i my poor bird she is going to fry where is he going to go if he goes somewhere some crow is going to bite him and some eagle will kill him and this thing will happen and you know how many things can come up in the mind poor thing at least now he is eating something with me where he will go and eat but that is his nature his nature is to go and search for food so why are you keeping so what i did was i told her keep that window open she kept the wrong window open so i again went and shut it so i said no you keep that thing open and this fellow is not willing to go also he just sitting over there looking at like this oh my net has dropped ah huh? is it can you hear ha huh? you can hear so ha huh. so so he was having a very big difficulty he didn't even want to go 
and here she is going and going come here come here do this eat this <laughs> and i was going bad i was telling her let him get out of this house finally she went to make something in the kitchen and i told her you know if if he falls in your hot oil then what will happen you will have a fried parrot to eat <laughs> so finally what happened i shut off all the fans and then i came and tapped him and i said now please get out from here so he went and he sat 15 minutes he he is looking outside like this okay he is looking outside <laughs> yet he doesn't want to fly <laughs> one crow came and sat next to him really doesn't want to fly finally i told her uh, you go inside so when she went inside i just went and i did like this to him so if you are so think about it and then the whole evening was about my parrot is gone i don't know where he is gone <laughs> what is going to happen to him so can you imagine this is what is called attachment so the attachment can be of any kind now we are going to see a story of attachment what happens to king bharata so exactly like this parrot story so gradually maharaj bharat became very affectionate towards the deer he began to raise it and maintain it by giving it grass he was a careful to protect it from the attack of tigers and other animals when it itched he petted it and in the way he always tried to keep it in a comfortable position condition he sometimes kissed it out of love being attached to raising the deer maharaj bharat forgot the rules and regulations for the advancement of spiritual life then he gradually forgot to worship the supreme personality of godhead after a few days he forgot everything about the spiritual advancement this is what happens when we get into attachment of any kind so if you get into attachment you can get into very big trouble so you have to get out of this attachment now think about it after so much of spiritual will that he had got you know losing it suddenly just because of some creature to which attachment is there the great king maharaj bharat began to think alas this helpless young deer by the force of time and agent of supreme personality of godhead has now lost his relatives and friends and have taken shelter of me it does not know anyone but me as i have become its father mother brother and relative this deer is thinking in a way and it is full faith in me it does not know anyone but me therefore i should not be envious and think that for the deer my own welfare will be destroyed i should certainly raise protect gratify and fondle it when it has taken shelter with me how can i neglect it even though the deer is disturbing my spiritual life i realize that a helpless person who has taken shelter cannot be neglected that would be a great fault see let us put it straight you have to know that the spiritual path is the spiritual path any kind of attachment remember the three d's dispassion detachment and discrimination never forget these three d's even if you are spiritually advanced don't get attached to anything in the world it's going to kill you is going to get you back think about it this is the same thing which will happen to a person every person every individual who gets attached in that point in time think about it like this suppose you are working for a good company all right and that company 
now your job is to work for the company and you are supposed to take care of your family and so on and so forth out of compassion what happens when the company is not doing well you want to take a, ra- a hike in you know a cut in the salary or you want to stay at home and you want you, you want to do all those kind of things think about it like this the company is basically an entity any kind of attachment to this could cause a problem to you isn't it material worldly people are attached to different different kind of things spiritual worldly people are not even supposed to have any attachment of any kind whether it is for a person a human being an animal a bird or for places domains you name it they cannot have any attachment of any kind so that is the reason why that can create a lot of problems to a person even though one is in a renounced order one who is advanced certainly feels compassion for suffering living entities one should certainly neglect his own personal interest although they may be very important to protect one who has surrendered and uh, this is what the king is thinking the king has completely forgotten what is it that the spiritual knowledge is all about he started believing oh the poor thing that poor deer think about it of yourself suppose you are king bharata and you are looking at the poor deer and you say oh my god poor deer nobody is there to take care there are tigers and lions and elephants in the world what are we going to do i am supposed to take care of you you are a god's creature god's creature that creature has his own swadharma you understand you have your swadharma that creature has his own swadharma understand this if you don't understand i will i will uh, tell you in a different way think about it like this when a child when a son becomes 21 years old or when he has grown all education and all has been completed it is not your duty to take care of the child please understand he is no longer a child is a grown up human being that person is supposed to go out in the material world search for a job take care of his own self because he will be starting the family very soon similarly in today's day and age being a kaliyuga a girl may get out of the house when she is 16 or 18 or 20 or whatever she is supposed to take care of herself she is supposed to look out for a job or do whatever that comes to her mind that is her swadharma the parents swadharma of taking care of the children finishes at that point in time they are no longer supposed to take care of the child and now you may say this is not the right thing government doesn't allow this you are supposed to take care of your old parents are you not supposed to take care of your old parents and all that you will say this isn't it those are rules for the material world but in the spiritual domain please understand everybody has come with their own destiny you are nobody to guide their destiny you can only work with them you can only help them a little bit okay do this okay do that but whatever is their destiny is anyway going to come to them we are not supposed to interfere in their material worldly life whatever life that they are having so that is the reason why it is important to focus on your own spiritual world and let them be understand this due to attachment to for the deer maharaj bharat lay down with it walked around with it bathed with it and even ate with it thus his heart became bound to the deer in affection and this is a very important lesson to all of us please understand this 
don't get into any kind of attachment to anything in this world no human no animal nothing 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 not even the place that you are staying nothing is to be attached to not even your chair not even your things nothing when maharaj bharat wanted to enter the forest to collect kusa grass flower wood leaves fruit root and water he would fear the dogs jackals tigers and other ferocious animals might kill the deer he would therefore always take the deer with him while entering the forest when entering the forest the animals would appear very attractive to maharaj bharata due to the childish behavior maharaj bharata would even take the deer on his shoulder and carry it due to affection his heart was so filled with great love for the deer that he would sometimes keep it on the lap or while sleeping on the chest in this way he felt great pleasure in fondling that animal isn't this how attachment grows to our own dogs and creatures in the house the cats you'll find people have cats all over the place roaming all over the town they have dogs in their kitchen the dog's place is outside the dog is supposed to guard the house not roam around in the house and take care of the kids you see that videos that are posted on all these youtube and god knows all those channels the dog is roaming all is is doing all this kind to every person in the family the dog is supposed to be taking care of the house okay tomorrow you will keep a boa constrictor in your bag and roam around is my pet how will that be you can't do that there is a movie you know the snakes on the plane or if you remember there is one very old film you know and that amitabh bachchan was the actor in that film and kukuruku he used to sing that song dekhana hai re sochana hai in a bombay to goa and that fellow that old lady she comes with the snake or something like that and one comedy also comedy means a hen and she roams all over the place what <laughs> you can't <laughs> such type of things roaming all over the place come on they are they are having their own domain they are their own location they have to go where they are supposed to be okay so we should not get attached to these kind of objects or people or things or all those things ha huh. when maharaj bharat was actually worshiping the lord or engaged in some ritualistic ceremony although his activities were unfinished he would still in the intervals get up and see where the deer was Isn't that what happens to us also? Hey, go and see where the dog is. Hey, go and see what is he doing. You cannot hear him now. Okay, where the cat has gone? Where this one has gone? Where that one has gone? See, this is what he used to do. In this way, he would look for it, and when he would see that the deer was comfortably situated, his mind and heart would be very satisfied, and he would bestow his blessing upon the deer, saying, "My dear calf, you must be happy in all respect." Think about it. We all do this kind of thing. Oh my sweet dog, how beautiful you are! What beautiful you are! And that cat, and the cat, you know, the cats look beautiful. Not only they'll do like that. One day, what? They'll scratch you. Or <laughs> it's their nature. You can't do anything about it. If Bharat Maharaj sometimes would not see the deer, his mind would be agitated. He would become like a miser who, having obtained some riches, have lost them and have become very unhappy. When the deer was gone, he would feel with anxiety and would lament due to separation. Thus, he would become illusioned and speak as follows. So we are going to listen to his dialogues, funny dialogues, I think. Bharat Maharaj would think, "Alas, the deer is now helpless. I am now very fortunate. Isn't this what Haripri uh, also did about the bird? <laughs> okay, poor fellow, where is he flying? I don't know. Somebody is going to come and take him. My God! So think about it. Alas, the deer is now helpless. I am now very unfortunate, and my mind is like a cunning hunter, for it is always filled with cheating propensities and cruelty." 
the deer has put its faith in me just as a good man who has a nature interest in good behavior forgets the behavior of a cunning friend and puts his faith in them although i have proved faithless with this deer's return and place his faith in me alas it is possible that i shall again see this animal protected by the lord and fearless of tigers and other animals shall i again see him wandering in the garden eating soft grass think about it he is thinking when he is he is not going to be there or when he is going to be there what is going to happen to that poor deer oh my god dear dear okay <laughs> i do not know but the deer might have been eaten by the wolf or a dog or by the boars that flock together the tigers who travel alone alas when the sun rises all auspicious things begin unfortunately they have not begun for me the sun god is the vedas personified but i am bereft of all the vedic principles the sun god is now setting yet the poor animal who has trusted in me since its mother died has not returned yeah <laughs> no uh, I, i will answer the question once i finish see think about it it is like buying a fancy car okay now you have gone out to the market and you have bought a very fancy car maybe a ferrari for yourself think about it somebody is touching his hand and standing on the ferrari like this you know how much your mind is going to go look at that fellow look at that fellow look at that fellow he is going to scratch my car see look at him he is putting his feet on the car oh my god oh my god you know <laughs> or you might have bought a very fancy carpet at home okay and the child is moving and somebody is you know somebody child has come at home and he is going to roam all over and he is going to stand on top of it and is going to pee over there oh my god i spent thousands of rupees on this carpet and now look at this fellow he's coming and spoiling it is con and peed over there oh my god this is called attachment fear comes into the play fear comes into play think about it how does the fear come into play what is going to happen oh my god again fear is a factor which is played upon by all the companies the insurance and this and that you know they all want to sell you all these things because fear is a very important part of our life and here attachment to anything whether it is animate object or inanimate object think about it i gone with one nice pen which brito had given me to office okay that fat fellow and when i kept the pen on the table it made a noise tuck like that so the person is an hr person is looking at me like this sir this is a very heavy pen i said yes it is very heavy you require a heavy hand to write it with that with that but it's very expensive yes it is very expensive so it will get robbed instead of me having all my problems he is coming and he is he is getting into a tizzy thinking that somebody is going to come and rob the pen think about it fear for stupid reasons for no rhyme or reason i'm going to lose this i'm going to lose that what is this that you are going to lose nothing so he is the same way <laughs> bharata he is also getting into this tizzy so the sun god is now setting at the poor animal who trusted in me since his mother died has not returned <gasps> oh my god the poor animal where it must be you know don't we have children and they don't come back in the evening at the time say they say i'll come back at 7 o'clock at 8 o'clock the mother's blood pressure and the father's head is going spinning all over the town and then at 9 o'clock mom 
I am with this friend of mine. I shall be coming home uh, just now. And the just now happens to be at 11 o'clock in the night. And the friend is also coming. Uh, auntie, she, this is, he was with me, so it does not matter. So you have brought your you know, dal talwar also along. What? Your protection. Your friend has come with you to say, no, Auntie, Auntie, don't do this. And the mummy has already had, I think, 10, ten white hairs by then. And the father is, is fuming from his ears and nose and everywhere. <laughs> so this is what happens. This is called attachment. And this is what happened to Bharata. He is worried about this thing. He is gone somewhere. The deer is exactly like a prince. Hmm. And there are a few pages. Can I continue? Huh? Few pages. Alright. The deer is exactly like a prince. When will it return? When will it again display his personal activities which are so pleasing? When will it again pacify a wounded heart like mine? I certainly must have no pious assets. Otherwise the deer would have returned by now. You have all these kind of thoughts in your mind, isn't it? So the mummy says to about the daughter and the son who has gone out. Now he's become very old. He doesn't care for his parents, you know. Earlier when he was a child, he used to always come running to me and say, Mummy, Mummy, I want this. And now he's become big. He's got his friends. Like that, you know, the king is also thinking, Bharata is also thinking, Oh, he's become big. Now he's got friends in the jungle. So he must have gone out somewhere. See, otherwise if somebody must have eaten him. What am I have to do? Alas, that dear small deer while playing with me and seeing me feeling, feigning meditation with closed eyes would circumambulate due to anger rising from love and it would fearfully touch me with the points of its small, soft horns which felt like drops of water. When I placed all the sacrificial ingredients on the kusa grass, the deer while praying would touch the grass with its teeth and then pollute it. When I chastised the deer by pushing it away, it would immediately become fearful and sit down motionless, exactly like the son of a saintly person. Thus, it would stop its play. Today in the morning, there was a very funny scene that was happening. Okay. There is one small black dog in my house. And here, Aditya is standing, towering on top of him and saying, You speed on my bike. You are a bad dog. <laughs> Think about it, you know. You peed on my bike. You are a bad dog. And that poor dog is going, that, you know, he's scared stiff he doesn't know what he's supposed to do exactly like the deer so he's telling the deer don't come and eat this grass this is kusa grass this is meant for puja you go and eat your grass don't eat this grass and imagine the, <laughs> the deer is coming and eating all his grass and all his ingredients you see dogs cats and all these creatures they don't understand that they are not supposed to put their nose in everything and here it is like that so so he chastised the deer just like that fellow got chastised today in the morning, don't pee on my bike, like that. After speaking like a madman in this way, Maharaj Bharata, so that, that imagine, no, that is like a madman's talk. <laughs> so Maharaj Bharata got up and went outside. Seeing the footprints of the deer on the ground, he praised the footprints out of love, saying, Oh, fortunate, unfortunate Bharata, your austerities and penance are very insignificant compared to the penance and austerities undergone by the earth planet. Due to the earth's severe penances, the footprints of this deer, which is small, beautiful, most auspicious and soft, are imprinted on the surface of this fortunate planet. The series of footprints show a person like me who are bereaved due to the loss of the deer, how the animal has passed through the forest and how I can regain my lost wealth. 
by these footprints this land has become a proper place for brahmanas who desire heavenly planets of liberation to execute sacrifice to the demigods we start believing in that particular creature or that person as the divine god himself we start having so much of attachment that it becomes very very painful maharaja bharat continued to speak like a madman seeing above his head the dark marks of the rising moon which resembled a deer and he said can it be that moon who is so kind and unhappy man might also be kind upon my dear knowing that it is straight from home and has become motherless this moon has given deer shelter near itself just to protect it from the fearful attacks of the moon is like exactly like a madman so he seen the deer in everything after perceiving the moonshine maharaj bharat continued speaking like a crazy person he said the dear son is so submissive and dear to me that due to the separation i am feeling separation from my own son due to the burning fever of the separation i am suffering as if inflamed by the forest fire my heart which is like the lily in the hand is now burning seeing me so distressed the moon is certainly splashing its shining nectar upon me just as friend throws water on another friend who is a high fever in this way the moon is bringing me happiness Sukhdev Goswami continued, "My dear King, in this way, Maharaj Bharat was overwhelmed by an uncontrollable desire, which was manifest in the form of the deer. Due to the fruitive results of the past deeds, he fell down from the mistake yoga, austerity, and worship of the supreme personality of Godhead. If you are not due to the past fruitive activity, you could have been attracted to the deer after giving up the association of his own son and family, considering them the stumbling block on the path of the spiritual life." how could he have shown such an uncontrollable affection for the deer do you know what it means he has left his wife children and everybody in the in the palace and he has come to the jungle so that he can have spiritual uh, growth and here he is getting attached in the spiritual world he is getting attached to some creature isn't that some the biggest stupidest thing on earth this is definitely due to his past karma so how could he show such uncontrollable affection for the deer guru's question is getting answered this was definitely due to his past karma the king was so engrossed in petting and maintaining the deer that he fell down from the spiritual activities in due course of time insurmountable death which is compared to the venomous snake then enters the hole created by a mouse situated itself before him at the time of the death the king saw that the deer was sitting by his side exactly like his own son i think we can complete okay and was lamenting his death actually the mind of the king was absorbed in the body of the deer and consequently like those bereft of krishna consciousness he left the world the deer and his material body and he acquired the body of a deer however there was one advantage although he lost his human body and received the body of the deer he did not forget the incidents of his past life although the body of the deer maharaj maharaj bharat due to the rigid devotion to his past life could understand the cause of his birth in the body considering his past and the present life he constantly repented his activities speaking in the following way in this body of a deer maharaj bharat began to lament so now he died and he is born as a deer because he had this attachment to the deer all this happened because of the karmic action if he was completely devoted in the spiritual all this would not have happened so what is the most important thing in spiritual is to focus only on the divine never forget this the three d's should always be remembered even if you have come to the last point of your spiritual life don't get attached to anything don't have passion for anything do not have discriminate in this world 
know that there is maya lurking somewhere maya can destroy everything that you might have earned in that particular life of yours so he understands so in this body of the dear bharat maharaj began to lament what misfortune i have fallen from the path of the self realized i gave up my real son wife and home to advance in spiritual life and then i took shelter in a solitary holy place in the forest i became self controlled and self realized and i engaged constantly in devotional service hearing thinking chanting worshiping remembering supreme personality of god and vasudev i am successful in my attempts so much so that my mind was always absorbed in devotional service however due to my personal foolishness my mind again became attached this time to a deer now i have obtained the body of a deer and i have fallen far from my devotional practices although bharat maharaj received the body of the deer by consent by constant repentance he became completely detached from all material things he did not disclose these things to anyone but he left his mother deer in a place known as kalanjara mountains where he was born he again went to the forest of salagram and at the ashrama of pulatsya and pulaha remaining in the ashrama the great king bharat maharaj was now very careful not to fall victim to bad association without disclosing his past to anyone he remained in the ashrama and ate dry leaves only he not exactly alone for he had the association of the super soul in this way he waited for death in the body of the deer bathing in the holy river he finally gave up his body so what is most important is never get attached see the word that was used over here was very strange it is called bad association to love a deer you may say it is a good association or a bad association if it is not going to give you your spiritual growth then that association is a bad association remember this it may be of any person in your spiritual world if there are people who are dragging you down it could be an animal also it could be a bird also it could be another human being it could be your parents it could be your relatives it could be anybody if they are pulling you down from your spiritual path from the the progress that you have done in your material in your spiritual world that is called bad company so you should be very careful not to fall into the bad company because in our material world we come across all kinds of people and they can lead us astray and that is the reason why we need to stay away from these kind of people all right so i shall end my chapter over here you can stop it all right